peace. What up, though? It's your boy Jacoby Ryan back again. Uh, week number 19, the more I know, the more I don't podcast. Thank y'all for tuning in. Of course, if this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. If you're a returning listener, uh, I appreciate you making me a part of your routine. Um, thank y'all for taking the time. Everybody listening, thank y'all for taking the time, uh, giving me opportunity uh, to provide value for you. Just to hear me out, you know. Um, so if you this is your first time, uh, my name is Jacoby Ryan, hip-hop artist from Lyon, Oklahoma. Um, and I'm doing a uh, yearly campaign all year. It's titled 52 and 365, where I'm dropping a new song every week, uh, plus a new video of that song and a new podcast every week that um, explains the story behind the song as well as my two cents. That's what you're listening to now. Um, this month we got, <clears throat> I'm sorry, this week, we got Bob Marley, um, RIP. Uh, the video will be coming out uh, today. Y'all y'all be hearing this on Tuesday. Uh, so the video will be out shortly. Um, and we'll talk about the story uh, at the end of the podcast today. Uh, but for now, let's get into it. So if you follow me on social media um, or on Twitter specifically, I tweeted earlier this week that um, my homie Dez told me that I'm not personal enough on Twitter or on social media, period. Say I'm not fun enough, uh, which is true as fuck, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but the reason why I want to bring this up is because uh, of why I'm this way, you know? Um, when I was younger, I was a lot more, like, loose and free on social media and was just a lot more myself and all the personality in the world, you know what I'm saying? And uh, probably a little too much personality sometimes. Like, personality on on a level where, like, every time I log into Facebook, I delete something on my memories. Because, like, bro, you was stupid as hell back in the day. Like, I delete something every time I look at my memories or on this day. Like, I deleted my actual on this day app back in the day. Um, I know we used to have them back in, like, the early 2010s. Um, but I had an on this day app. And I deleted it after a while because it was like, man, I just get embarrassed every time I look at this shit. Um, so... I used to be super, like, out there on social media, you know? And now I'm not really at all. Well, I've tried not to be at all. Um, and Dad's said it's maybe it's to a fault, which makes sense. Um, but I want to talk about why that is, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, where I was at, I, I had gotten to a point in my life around 2012, 2013, and I was like, man, I got to change. Like, I was just looking at myself and what I was thinking, what I was saying, what I was tweeting how my mind worked, my thoughts, what I wanted to have happen, all that, it was all messed up, and it was all, like, it wasn't what I wanted it to be, you know what I'm saying, and I had noticed that I had just been hella lackadaisical on my own mind, like, I hadn't been proactive in making sure I'm thinking the right things, putting the right things in my mind, um, uh, being mindful when I do feel different emotions or different thoughts or ideas, I was just living comfortably where I didn't challenge myself and my thinking. I didn't critically think. I just did what I could to, uh, I, I embraced my desires, things like that. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to being self-controlled. And so when I saw that, I was like, man, like you don't, you, you shouldn't be talking so much. Like you're not saying shit. So I quit. I, I consciously made an effort to be mindful enough to when I wanted to just tell myself when I wanted to talk, don't talk. Like when I was when I was in barbershops or with the homies, I was telling myself like when I felt like I wanted to talk, I was like yo, calm your ass down. You know, you don't need to be talking. So I, I conditioned myself 
to be a lot less personal and a lot less opinionated and a lot less out there and a lot more quiet and to myself and insightful, I guess. Um, And I did that because I realized that my reality was better, was was worse than my theory. Um, And that's what I want to talk about is like the balance between theory and reality. Um, Because... I personally, a goal of mine after going through my life, 29, 20, yeah, 29 years of life, um, a goal of mine is to always keep my reality better than my theory. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I mean by that. So theory, when I say theory in this podcast episode, I mean uh, the way I tell myself I live, how I think that I am what I think that I do, my personal narrative. That's, that's what I'm looking at as theory. And reality is what I really literally am in reality. Okay, so before, when I was younger, my reality was, or I'm sorry, my theory of who I was was a lot better than my reality. Like, I wasn't nearly what I thought I was. You know what I'm saying? It was pitiful. And when I realized that, I decided to change it where I, I wasn't mindful of it at the time, but now I can articulate it to where I know this is what I wanted to do. But essentially, I wanted to make sure that my theory of myself was always worse than the reality of myself. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't to say I want my reality to be low as fuck. That means that I want my theory to be brought down a level. You know what I'm saying? And, and be a little more realistic with myself and not get ego driven and get big headed. Um, so, I, and, and I talked to a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago about this, where we were talking about how, um, just say I'm hard on myself, you know, and, and I am like 100%. We all are, uh, we're all our, our biggest critics and our, and our biggest supporters, or well, some of us are our biggest supporters. Others, maybe others can do a little more to love ourselves. Others can do a little less to love ourselves. But, um, we were talking and she was saying, you hard on yourself. And I was like, you right. I am. Cause like. I always want to keep the theory of myself of who I am worse than the reality of who I am. Like when I told myself that I would never meet somebody worse than me in my life, a lot of shit became easier for me. It became a lot easier for me to not judge people. It became a lot easier for me to like to, to let to let go of my mistakes and to understand that it's part of the process and to make sure that I wasn't trying to be perfect all the time and to and to be aware that not everybody out here likes you, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody want to hear you. Not everybody want to hear from you. Not all your ideas ain't good, you know what I'm saying? All these different things became a lot more real when I just admitted to myself, yo, I'm the worst person I'm going to ever meet, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we can sit up here and compare who's worse, who's best, all that. But in the end, what good does it really do at the end of the day to compare that, you know what I'm saying? If I look at myself as the worst person in the world, now... If I really believe that now, okay, I have to I have to be better if I want to be a better person now because if I'm the worst person I think I am in the world, I need to be better. You know what I'm saying? So that's good for me. Number two, uh, I think I'm the worst person in the world. So I don't when I see other people do when I see other people do fucked up shit or, or mess up, make mistakes, I'm a lot less likely to judge them for it or to like punish them for it or to feel like I need to punish them for it because I don't, I don't I don't ever have the authority to punish any human being, but. It just keeps things in perspective for me when I think that way. When I keep my theory right, uh, and, and ironically, when I keep my theory at a lower level, so to say, my reality tends to be at a higher level. You know what I'm saying? That when my theory of myself starts to rise and get at a higher level and increase, 
then my reality starts to dwindle. It starts to decrease. It starts to take a hit. You know what I'm saying? And But that's just my experience. You know, I just f- found it better to maneuver in that way for me, um, for myself. Uh, I can't speak for nobody else. Uh, but that's that's what I found to be valuable for me um, in my life, just to make sure that the theory of myself is always lesser than the reality of myself. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I'm, not, I'm not out here trying to brag about myself and do all that. Like, if I'm dope, people are going to say I'm dope. If I'm <clears throat> a leader, people are going to say I'm a leader. If I'm this, people are going to say I'm that. Like, I don't, I shouldn't be having to be allowed to speak about what I am. My loudspeaker should be my actions, plain and simple. So, episode 19, week 19, Bob Marley. 52 and 365 uh, video coming out later today um man I, I say this every week but i was super excited to put this song out too mind y'all man i've been sitting on a lot of this material for years um and this is one that I, i've had written down for the past probably year um and of course it's always as y'all know like bob is like very close to me to my heart um and just to give y'all a background of like how how like I discovered Bob like I ain't even discovered Bob Marley like his legacy until 2013, the summer of 2013. I ain't know nothing about him other than he smoked weed, you know. And I watched this documentary on Netflix called Marley, and learned about how passionate he was about his people. You know what I'm saying? I learned he was mixed like me. Um, I learned he 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 had a like he, his love for women was almost at a fault like me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like me, like King David, like all the cats that I that I like that are role models to me. Um, and I learned like he was just about way more than the Americanized version that I had been peddled my whole life. Uh, he was a lot more substance. He was uh, a revolutionary, plain and simple, you know. And he's about giving power to the people and uh, really uh, disenfranchising establishments and, and doing away with that. So. That was very inspiring to me, you know, and, and hearing just his philosophy, um, how his values were, um, what he valued, um, just how much of an honorable man he was, um, to my knowledge, you know. So after I watched that documentary, I'm like, damn, like, that's that's what I want to look up to. That's, that's what I want to, that's, that's the direction that I want to head into. Uh, so I got to looking at myself where it was like, these are the things that you want to be about, but look at yourself now. Are you about those things? And I wasn't, you know, and, and mind you, this is the same time when I was switching up how I was on social media and I, was, I started to be a lot less vocal and a lot less opinionated. And like, I remember when I was, cause it was the summer after my, um, it started the summer after my my senior year in college, 2012, when um I was done playing ball, you know what I'm saying? And my teammates, uh, they was going out like after the season and it was the summertime and they was asking if I wanted to go because we went like every day of the week, you know what I'm saying? We was going out. And some Mimi was just like, nah. And I was staying stay in the crib and I would like read like my philosophy books for Western for Western civilization. And I was reading like Hamlet. Hamlet was a big one in the need. And those are two books that really like made a big impression on me. Um and then my my actually my Western civilization teacher, my professor actually cried in the class talking about Hamlet or it was Aeneid, one of the two and when he did that like that was like you know that that's uh, episode on Fresh Prince when Will Smith had uh, had that teacher that changed his life like that was the feeling that I had that was kind of what triggered it was like damn like this is real 
And I just got to thinking about myself, especially with Hamlet, with the story of Hamlet is talking about doubting, you know what I'm saying, and how, how, how much there is to doubt and how paralyzing doubt could be. And I'm just gradu- about to graduate college. I'm, I'm in my last year trying to get through my last senior year trying to graduate. So I'm feeling them same things. And mind you, I'm thinking about playing basketball, play, uh, doing the music, just doing a job. How's life going to be? Um, can I be myself? You know what I'm saying? How are things going to work out? So a lot of the doubt was in my mind as well. And I just related to it, you know. And um, So bringing it back uh, to Bob Marley, uh, around that time, it was a time where I was really questioning myself and really just thinking about why do I think how, how I think? Um, am I okay with how I think? Am I okay with, with my actions, with my habits? Am I okay with how I treat people? Am I okay with how I think of myself? Um, just trying to be mindful, you know, and, and, and ask myself about things. And that's when things became a lot real, a lot more real, where it was like, nah, you're not about what you think you're about. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you talk about it a lot, and you convince yourself a lot of these things, but you don't really believe these things, and you're not really about a lot of these things. So it became a really convicting part part of my life. And um, Bob Marley was instrumental in that because he, he, he gave me a reference point to look at how it looks to be about it. You know what I'm saying? And to not just be talking and to not just be out here living life with no purpose. Like, be purposeful. Find what my purpose is. I didn't know what my purpose was at that time, but it was like, I didn't know it, so I was willing to dive head first, feet first, whatever, uh, free fall into whatever that motherfucker was, or I was, re- I was willing to free fall into as many things as possible until I found out what my purpose was because I seen what it looked like. He showed me what it looked like. He gave me representation. He gave me a an example. So um, that was big, you know. And I mean, throughout the whole song, it talks about just what I was what I was awakened to, as far as myself, things that happened in the world, so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, man, um, Bob Marley and the painting was done in the video of my boy Roland. Um, I have two paintings that were done for me that are custom. Uh, one by Chief Peace, one by Roland. They're both Bob Marley. Um, and then I mean, I'm probably gonna have the Nipsey Hustles too, where they, they're both in the same category to me at this point. Um, but yeah, man, um, that's Bob Marley. That's the story behind Bob Marley and why I rock with him so much. A little bit of it. I really encourage you to go watch his documentary and study him and his his movement, his legacy. Um, but yeah, uh, thank y'all for listening to another episode in another week. Uh, this is week number 19 of the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast. Be great and be grateful. Peace.